Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Rocket Mortgage. Confidence. Support for The Adam Carolla Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why can't clients get approved in minutes, not weeks? Or make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans answered those questions and more. It gives you the confidence to buy a home or refinance your existing loan. Fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. That's right. That's what Rocket Mortgage does. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process. Apply simply. Understand fully. Mortgage confidently. What else do you need to know? And again, these guys support the show and are great sponsors. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. To get started, just go to rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. That's rocketmortgage.com slash Adam. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Yeah, man. Good times. I hope you guys are buckled up for a fantastic show because uh, we have guest of the year winner, Eric Stone Street, on with a, um, uh, well, and a little something we like to call best of. So I hope you guys had a great holiday. I know you did. And I'm excited to uh, get started with you on the new year. I got lots of stuff planned. My listeners, that is you. And I appreciate the support. We appreciate the support all the year. And uh, we look forward to a great 2018. Let me tell you first about Simply Safe. Thinking about home security, no better time than now. Yeah, what about all those presents you opened yesterday? They're all scattered all over the place. Thieves like to get their sweaty palms all over your your uh, your fresh freshly unwrapped toys. Simply Safe Home Security Best Protection Period. I've worked with these guys. I put together a security arsenal for you. It's a special package, handpicked by me. Entry, motion, glass break sensors, everything you need. And right now, for the holidays, my friends at Simply Safe are giving my listeners two hundred bucks off this package. What? No contracts, no commitments. Go there right now. Get the 200 bucks off my hand-picked security package. Go to SimplySafe, S-I-M-P-L-I, SimplySafe, one word, dot com, slash Adam. That's SimplySafe.com slash Adam. Get the 200 bucks off my security package. It's SimplySafe.com slash Adam. All right. Let's move forward with our favorite, Eric Stone Street. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Modern Family's Eric Stone Street, with Gina Grant on news, Paul Bryan on sound effects, and Lynette stops by to talk about the Corolla Drinks After Show. And now, quick piece of TV trivia, Cam and Mitch from Modern Family are based on Adam and Kimmel's relationship. Corolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. A choice to get on, man. Hey, get on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, tell a friend. Thanks for all you do. Good day, Gina Grant. Good day to you. 
And Bald Brian. And by the way, you know what I hate? Radio and podcast, dick! And your fucking cars are gay, too! Special request from Lynette Carolla. Yeah, Lynette Carolla in studio. She came in for the show and asked me to play that. That's great. It's my favorite of all time. Uh... Lynette's got a little thing going on, which is uh, Build Stuff Live After Show, the Corolla Drinks After Show, and that's live at 8 p.m. on my Facebook. That's uh, right after we do our show at 7 o'clock. She does her stuff live. Tell us about it, Lynette. Well, we decided to do an after show, because why not? Uh, We have the studio. We have the uh, equipment. And uh, we decided to do an after show starting with your show on Spike. So we basically is it's we break down what we just watched. We all gather here with the kids and Olga and the lackeys, and we watch the show live here, and Phil, and then uh, we come in here. And Jay, Jay Joe, uh, is my co-host along with the other lackeys, and we talk about what we just watched. And then um, that's we a good play, time. Yeah, we play clips from the show. We play clips from Kimmel uh, last this week, and uh, we're doing a game next week with. Uh, we're doing an Olga versus Jay. Who knows Adam best? Because Jay oh, was boy. Adam's assistant. That's going to go deep. Olga. I'm oh going with God. Olga. I don't know, man. Jay's, uh, Jay's, yeah. mm, he's, he's, he's seen things. He's sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, that, that kind of stuff. So just little now stuff. Now, it's, it's the Corolla drinks after show. So yes. is, there, are there drink, is there drinking involved? We do have a drinking game involved, oh. yeah. We encourage people at home to get their mangri and their endless rant out, fill it up. and. Nice. uh Follow along, yeah, and we answer questions. Uh, so hi, Adam. You're t- looking nice today. Thank you. I'm going it's a lovely to the track. Suit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm in getting changed. I'm getting in a fire suit uh, later on today. So oh, me yeah. and Sonny are going to Willow Springs. You and Natalia are going to Santa Monica, mm-hmm. right? So. When you hear this show, it's uh, Monday, it but uh, yeah, right. really. But but uh, right now. Kids have a half day. They go right into spring break, right? Yes. So you're going to pick up Natalia and head. <laughs> she planned it, not me. Boy, did we have a – me and Olga had a funny conversation uh, yesterday, which is Sonny and Natalia don't really fight much. And the reason they don't really fight much is because uh, Natalia is a weaponized handball <laughs> that's being fired from a a t-shirt cannon mm-hmm. and sunny is a velvety drape mm-hmm. that is just hung and it doesn't it doesn't swing back yeah. doesn't bounce back right. doesn't, doesn't bounce back. back but she will get into it with lynette she will get into it with olga and she will get into it if she if we were imagining a sister what if she had a sister could you imagine the oh, epic battles wow. that would be taking place on a nightly basis a twin sister oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, apocalyptic. Like, you, you can't get in a fight no. with Sonny. It's like getting a fight with a waffle iron. It just <laughs> well, sits there. True. It just sits it's there. True. He just I, sits there, and you don't fight with him. Yeah, no, I've told her she's lucky that she has a brother that, first of all, he doesn't care to take any of her stuff, including her makeup, her clothes. Instead, she comes to my closet and takes my stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, she's lucky that he doesn't. He doesn't fight back. He's not a fighter. He's Epic a lover. fail. Epic fail. Yeah, and it's not that he's weak. He just has, has it deemed it a waste weak. of his time very early on. And he's weak. And he's weak. Yeah, it's a combination. He does not want to talk or do things that are just. So many people seem way more than happy to waste huge chunks of their life of, about. Either an argument or Cecil the Lion or like whatever the fuck it is, they just have huge patches of their life that they're going to give away. And I'm 
I'm thinking, I don't want to even wait at the red turn arrow. I don't want to wait. Why is that? Why do I want to be laying on my deathbed looking at the red turn arrow? I'm not going with that. I went through a red light yesterday, just regular red light. Just Ooh. no cars. Ooh. Fuck not it. Not the Adam I know. <laughs> Lynette, back, tell everyone how many of those arrows I go through. Oh, of course. All the time. Well, those, time. those are gateway time. arrows because now he's going through red yeah, lights. Red light. well, look, oh, he does go through red. Yeah, he's tracing. Yes, you're going through red lights now. Look around. If there's no cops, and just fucking do it. You got to get your fix. Just oh, do it. Just every. Oh, somebody tweeted me the other day. Pennsylvania has a thing now, which is you don't have to wait at the red arrows if there's no cars. Oh, smart. Right. <sighs> uh, what number are they in traffic? Yeah. Fans of the show. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Sonny and me are going to the track. Lynette and uh, Natalia are heading to the beach for a vacation. Do you think Natalia can be nice? I told her be nice. <gasps> I heard you say that, and I appreciate that. In what way? He said, don't give mommy a hard time. Don't give her a hard time. Epic fail. <laughs> she's a she's a grinder. Yeah. She's a grinder. <laughs> and uh, Lynette's like, um, when you get these uh, newfangled uh, composite wood floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to the old solid oak floors. Right, sure. They go, hey, you can only refinish these once or twice because you're going to get through the plywood. Right. Hmm. They're only so deep. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Sonny's just a chunk of oak. You can never get to the bottom of his veneer. <laughs> Natalia, uh, Lynette, you sand on her for a little while. A little wear and tear. Then you're going to start seeing some ply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that Natalia's a sander, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's a grinder. So yes. what fun activities do you have planned for this weekend? Uh, <laughs> whatever. Well, I'm taking her and her little friend. And her friend is very sweet and docile. And she kind of diffuses. And she keeps Natalia basically in check, which is nice. So actually, I'm kind of looking forward to it because oh, I think... The, the two of them, she's a little like Sunny, so I think and Natalia worships her, so she will keep her, you know, she does the thing where Natalia will say, Mom, can I buy a stuffed animal? Can I get another one? And she'll say, no, Natalia, don't ask your mom. You already, she already said no once. She, it's like she has a she silver does, coach wow. with yes. her. It's like the angel on her shoulder. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Thank God. No, she has good taste, right? She has good taste in friends. Her friends are, are great. Yeah. Problem They're, is, they kind of ruin you. You go, why isn't she yeah, my yeah. She's no. pretty grown. Oh, she's yeah, straight yeah. ass. Yeah. great. Says she's not mature enough for a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> the best example we ever saw of this on tape was the quote-unquote fight with Natalia and Sunny, with Sunny going, I didn't do anything. And Natalia going, just say you're sorry. Yeah. 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 Well, That's if any, true. you know, before you have kids, you buy into all this bullshit about, hey, you got to get them early and you got to mm-hmm. expose them to this and then you got to give them that and you got to bring this out in them and mm-hmm. to tamp that down mm-hmm. in them. And then you have twins and you realize they're totally different and that's how they started and that's they'll take it to the grave. I'm very sure of this. They're mm-hmm. the most different on the planet. And there's nothing that we did to foster one or the other in either one of them. They're just simply who they are. Yeah. Yes? And, yes. And bucking yes. some like cliche, yeah. like gender cliches, like, oh, Natalia's very quiet and she doesn't want to make, you know, too much of a, a noise. Right. And Sonny is this the bulldozer. Yeah. So you don't know who they're going to no. be. No. no, she's the daredevil. Give us, please, Lynette, mm-hmm. the, the quote <laughs> of, of Sonny when you asked him to participate no. with you in yoga. No. Epic fail. Epic. <laughs> she <laughs> went to the other room and said, let's do some yoga together. And Sonny announced after five minutes of yoga. I don't feel safe. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, because he was balancing. I had it. <laughs> I had a little laptop and the, the YouTube yoga lady was like, okay, now balance on one 
get your balance, use your core, you know, one of those things. And I said, come on, Sonny. And he couldn't do it. So he's like, you know, I, I don't, this is not safe. I don't feel safe. <laughs> I feel like I could fall. I said to him later, yoga is too dangerous for you. He said, I didn't say that. I said, I didn't feel safe. Yeah. Did you tell them what he said about your song that you played for him? Oh, no, I did not. Okay. I did not. Uh, well, but he's, he's got good insight. Yeah. He's very smart. And, and the thing about Sonny is he's he, a lot like Adam. He really is. He, oh, Jesus he's Christ. Very pra- I know. Oh, no. He's very Devil's practical. Spawn. You know what he, he said to me? He said, this is terrible, but he said, this was a about a year ago, and he, we were at basketball practice, and all the moms were there, and it was in the middle of the day, and the moms were standing around, and I think they were embarrassing the boys a little mm-hmm. bit. And he came home, and he said, you know, Mom, I'm really thankful that you work. <laughs> I said, why? He says, because these other moms, I'm looking at them going, do they have anything else to do but stand around and like goof mm-hmm. on us and embarrass us at basketball? Insightful. I'm like, wow, yeah. don't say that out loud. <laughs> Yeah. Very misogynist. I was in a van, an unmarked van, a street. He had his earpiece in. I was like, oh, how about these yentas that just stand around all day, huh? How about these yentas, Mom? <laughs> Surely they have better places to go. Surely they have better places to go. <laughs> you know, it would be awesome. You know it would be awesome. Oh, I'm in the mood for goulash Ooh. tonight. How about some go- gulag? Ghouls? Ghouls? Yeah, 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 I'm having a gulag tonight. I'm in for goulash and no kettle. A, goul- a goulash with no kettle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you know what? I can taste already a cucumber salad with paprika. Cu- oh, no, wait. Should I say paprika? Should I say paprika? I, but Mom? Don't answer. Who are you talking to? Mom, I'm, I'm, paprika. I, I, the coach is giving me some signals of what play to put in. We're still at practice, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, how about some, uh, what was it again? Cucumber, cucumber salad with cucumber salad with paprika. Salad, paprika. Pap- I think it's paprika. What's the matter with you, Sonny? Is it paprika? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Yeah. Hey, I'm going in and out. Do you want a double-double? <laughs> oh, shit. Don't say anything. Don't say yes. Can I signal you? I can see you. Oh. Nod your head. Yes. yes. No, no, don't talk. Yes. No. <laughs> Mimi in the van. Mimi in the van. So, um, uh, yeah. all right. So, oh, yes. Uh, true or false? <laughs> true or false, Lynette? Yes. True or false. By the way, uh, you can go to... Uh, Corolla drinks and do the after show. That's uh, live at uh, 8 p.m. on my Facebook after Tuesday on Tuesday nights. After, right uh, after the show. I built we have a coupon live. code this week: Sex Boat. Sex Boat. Sex Boat. Sex boat. Go to CorollaDrinks.com. Use coupon code Sex Boat. That's Jimmy's favorite movie and my favorite movie. That was going to be my question for Olga and Jay. It's the um, name of Adam's favorite. Oh, I film. wouldn't burn <laughs> Olga film. with this no, that kind of stuff. Second favorite. Go I'm, Taboo Two. Okay. Um, the. Uh, no, that was one of those things where the uh, uh, a month after I met Jimmy, it's like I said sex boat or something. He's like, that's the movie that Cleto's dad owned. Like it was back when somebody's dad would yeah. have to have a yeah. porno movie. For me, it was one of my friends' dads had it. Not my stupid dad, but no. Can you picture my dad having a, a X-rated or even a Playboy? Oh, God, no, no, no. Let it. My dad. Oh, boy. What is it? Nothing, right? No. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Is this nothing? What? Hello? Um, yeah, no, he, he doesn't. Ever... What do you? Yeah, nothing. No, he comes over. You offer him something to drink. You offer him a water. No, nothing. He doesn't. He just okay, sits oh, there. He just sits there. He, yeah, he. Um, he uh, Low pulse. Yes, he he zones out a little bit, but then oh, well. he asks you a few questions. And then he zones back out again. <laughs> Does he play with the kids, like get on the floor and wrestle around? Uh, no, and say get on the floor. He's nice. Um, he's nice. Yeah, he says, oh, that's, you know, if they say something, yeah. show him something. Very he says, nice. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, there you go. Human being, <laughs> go. Uh, adult heterosexual male, less into cars and or building than my dad. 
Does that person exist? No. Yeah, hello? <laughs> is there anyone on the planet that is no. less into those two subjects than my dad? No. But was that your true and false you were going to ask no. me earlier? <laughs> true or false, my mom. Oh, boy. Let's just say her Oscar okay. analysis. I think her, we got everybody covered now. Oscar, so I didn't tell you. Her Oscar analysis. Oh, no. Did you talk? Oh, yeah. Well, she came over on Oscar the day after or a couple days, couple days later. And she sat there and she said, um, so so and so saw a picture of Adam and I on Facebook at the Oscars. Did you go? She said. And Adam said, yeah, we went. Well, that was my stepdad who follows that stuff. He said she that. Yes. And then um, she said. Uh, no, she said. I said I was working there and Lynette was in the audience. So that's their, That's uh, as much as they got. And I said, did you watch? Did you watch the show? I wanted to hear what mm-hmm. she had to say. I said, did you watch the show? And she said, oh, uh, yeah, I was. It was okay. I we were. I was in and no, out. No, no. She said it was. You she said, was in what, and out. You said what did you think of the show? And she said what? Uh, it's what <laughs> and yeah. then she said, "What did you think of the show?" And she went, "It's okay." Yeah, she gave it a beat when she looked like she was caught off guard when I asked her about it. She did. It was very. You put her weird. on her heels. Oh, yeah, the she looked worried. The tough questions. Yeah, she. Yeah, she did say, "Huh?" <laughs> and then, did you like it? What'd you think? And she said. Jeez. Epic fail. Epic fail. <laughs> so it was okay. And did she ever bring it up again? Nope. No. No. That was all talked about our old neighbors yeah. and then uh, cheese. We had a lot of cheese. Talk. Oh, she talked a lot about the cheese. Yeah, yeah we didn't talk muffins. Oh, so no, we, we normally it's no muff, juice? it's muffin centric. This time it was a cheese related oh. conversation. Oh, okay. well, was the afternoon. Percentage wise, Oscar talked <laughs> to Trader Joe's cheese offerings. Oscar, Oscar would be about. 20%. Oh, man. Well, that high. Well, Versus the cheese? I guess. I'm not good with numbers. I, yeah. I, uh, cheese is way high. Uh, an Oscar talk was, was, uh, yeah, you're, was seven seconds. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah, but less. I'd say 7%. less than. Okay. There you go. Well, in her defense. <laughs> yeah, well, you are bad at math. <laughs> you said you were working. Maybe she thought you were passing out you know, pamphlets or taking tickets. Yeah. <laughs> The weird thing is that she didn't even ask about Jimmy, you know, and Adam and Jimmy are like, you know, they're best friends or she knows Jimmy. It's not like he's we, dead. Well, we got a reason for that, too, though, right? What? I don't. Because he's associated with Adam. So now his name. Must yeah, never be that's spoke. like oh, the John, she the was John Stewart the John story. Stewart. That is my favorite. <laughs> She's getting that one at the eulogy. Oh, my God. <laughs> How pumped was she with about Jon Stewart when she walked yes, into the she house? Yes, came in with her VHS tape and said, have you heard of this guy? I taped him. He was on Oprah. He's very witty. He's very funny. We got to watch it. We got to watch. Um, his name is Jon Stewart. And Adam said, oh, yeah, I know Jon Stewart. He's a friend. And I said, oh, yeah, they have the same agent. Yeah, Adam, and we've been to dinner with Jon Stewart. Left it in the kitchen. <gasps> we moved wow. to the TV room. She said he's hit and we miss. moved to the he's hit, moved to the TV room. Sat there for the rest of the day and went in and out of the kitchen. Wow. Passed it on the counter. Never brought. Left it behind. Oh, I like that detail. The, not, she almost immediately dropped the cassette. No. <laughs> make it past where she was standing. I know. But his name has come up dozens of times since then. Never again. Never again. Dead. Wow. Never dead to her. Dead. And he, he went on and hosted the Oscars a few years oh, later. Oh, wow. Come oh, yeah. Dead. Uh, 
Never his name. She went from more pumped up about a comedian than I've ever heard anyone in my mm-hmm. life to his name had never been spoken again. Yeah, yeah, it was it's weird. Awesome. It was weird. Do you think, in some way, your success has shamed your parents? Mm-hmm. I think so. Epic and maybe fail. that's why they a little bit. I don't know. I, I, I well, I, I here. I would agree with Dawson, but they were like that before. It's Dawson's idea. Okay, and strike one and two. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dare you? No. I would say yes because what we're trying to do is make sense of something that doesn't make sense. So we're like a bunch of people staring at the twin towers on fire, going, "Why would somebody do this?" It's like it. it there's that kind of evil Paradigm in the world. Shift, yeah. yeah. No. Yes, except for here's the problem. They were this way my entire life. I had zero success from zero to 30, and they were still this way. Same interest level. So when I was dirt poor and had no insurance and driving a truck or playing football or doing whatever I was doing, they were the same then. They haven't changed. Yeah, they didn't now. They didn't have a picture of Adam in their house when I went. I mean, I'm, a, I'm come from an Italian family, and he's half Italian. I'm figuring, you know, his family's going to be... Kind of uh, like love. the family, kiss on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. no, abundanza, nothing. And then <laughs> I went over to his house, and there, his parents, both parents, grandparents, all three households, no picture of when Adam was a kid, or Adam at all. But even like, I was like, can I see a baby picture of you? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Weird. Very sad. That's Very Mayor of the so... Sunset Strip-esque. Yeah, yeah. me and Ronnie Bing and take out the pictures. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's such a great scene. Oh, that's such a great scene. Like, oh, I'm there around here. Let yeah. me just go get them. Because like, there's pictures all over be. the house of other people. I know. Where's the picture of Ronnie? Yeah. Oh, there oh no, summer. there was pictures. Yeah. It's the exact same scene. There and was, they got to dig out <laughs> the photo albums. There was like 50 pictures of stepsisters yep, yep, and yep. grandkids. And yeah, it's awesome. Wow. I don't know. So now you have us, Adam. Now we have us. Yeah. Now have we have Olga, us. You have Olga. Oh, you have me. Yeah. Olga. You have Phil. Yeah. I like Olga because she's paid to listen to me. Yeah. No, Olga loves you. I know, she does. but but, but she, she doesn't has, take any she guff has either. To listen. No, she doesn't take any guff. Mm. And <laughs> it, not only is she not taking any guff from the kids, but Phil's scared shitless of her as well. <laughs> She's run that household. He does whatever he wants mm-hmm. all the time until Olga gives the whistle, and then he stops mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. starts looking over his shoulder. She talks Spanish to him. <laughs> Felipe, wow. Felipe, qué es eso? Qué es eso? Well, she's not adverse to a uh, swift front ball kick to the ribs of because that's the way she rolls, yeah. and uh, I don't mind it. He's Sends not afraid message. of her, though. That's no, the, no, he's fine with her. But a healthy respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you do realize he could do the right thing. Right, he yeah. chooses to ignore mm-hmm. us. So it's off to the beach. Yes, I'm off to the track, and then Phil's going with Rob. Yeah, we'll have boat. stuff to talk to you about af- off air because Sonny got invited to the Clippers game tomorrow. Fun. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Uh, I'm thinking of not telling him and just he taking him. Oh, what? Sorry. That's you, Sorry. right? He, they were going to talk about it at school. The kids were going to bring it up and then he's going to feel like, it, you know. Now he wants to go to the Clipper game? Yeah. But he could spend the way. night. He could spend the night. No, he can't spend the night Saturday night. Sorry, we'll talk about it. It's a twelve thirty right. game. They're playing the Jazz. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sucks. Oh, he, yeah, he loves that. All right, well, it, you know what? He can come. The race is on Sunday. He can. Uh, yeah, he's excited Sunday. for that. All right, are you going to go pick him up and bring him back here? No. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. How are we going to do this then? I don't know. <laughs> well, you have to. Olga can. I have to go pick up Natalia and hit the road. Tell Olga to go get him and bring him here. Here. Okay. Yeah. 
because okay. we're going to leave from here. This is the pre-production meeting. Right. Yes. Build Stuff Live After Show is Corolla the name of the show. Drinks After Cor- Show, yeah. That's well, called Build Stuff Live After Show is what well, it says here. The that's the heading, but if yeah. I believe... Well, if it's in call, bold, I'll just... Yeah. That's Fine. what I tend to want to say. The Corolla Drinks After Show, uh, yeah. is that, that's what it's called. It's at mm-hmm. 8 p.m. It's on... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's on uh, my Facebook, and uh, it's right after the uh, Adam Carolla and Friends Build Stuff Live, which is on uh, Tuesdays. And the podcast, for crying out loud, mm-hmm. says here... Yeah, we're taking uh, Anna Ferris down. She, <laughs> she has 1,875 reviews. Mm-hmm. You guys have uh, 1,869. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Yeah, on iTunes. So, as far as I can tell, you need six more to tie and seven to pass. Mm-hmm. So Anna Ferris is a witch who doesn't belong on the ultranet, and we're going to take her down. Yeah. All right. That's the plan. Yeah. All right. So listen to, uh, for crying out loud, yeah. Tuesdays, Fridays on iTunes, Podcast One, and then leave the review. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, say hi to Lynette on CorollaDrinks.com because she's doing yeah. a great job. She's run a whole show over there, and Thank she you. likes hearing from you people. Yes? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. sweetheart. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Have fun. Bye. Right. Be safe. Bye, I'll guys. Try. Have fun. Thanks. Tell old guy, get sunny over here. <laughs> All right. It don't work. She'll get over here. He'll get over here. No. All right. One or another. One All right. or another. All right. Either way, somebody's getting a kick in the ribs. Yeah, so if anyone wants to know how my life works, it's uh, last night at uh, 9.30, Olga comes into my office and she looks over her shoulder and she goes, Sonny has uh, been invited to a basketball game on uh, Saturday at 12.30. Now, I know you want him to come with you this weekend to the track, and he doesn't know. Mm. We're not going to say anything, but I want you to figure it out. So I won't say anything to him. It's like, okay, let me figure it out. I start thinking about it, and I go... Screw that. He's with his dad this weekend. Yeah. We're going to the track. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty because it's not like we're going to the manure farm <laughs> to make snow angels. We're going to the track yeah. to race a Trans Am race. So screw that. I'm not even going to say a word and then smash cut to the next morning. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Secrets out. I don't blame anyone. It's just how it's. How it is. It's just how it is. Yep. It's just how it is. So I guess one of the kids, one of the main things. I'm surprised there's as much molestation going on as there is with kids' inability to keep a secret. Oh, I see what you're saying. If you said to Natalia, look, um, I let you ride on the back of the scooter with Daddy through the pits, you know, at the at the track, you know, no helmet or anything, and we had a fun time, right? Right. Now, if you tell Mommy that I let you ride on the back of the scooter through the pits mm-hmm. with daddy mm-hmm. and no helmet, she's not going to let you come right. to the race anymore. So sure. for your sake and for my sake, let's just keep this our little secret. Sorry, what'd you say? I was just tweeting about it. Yes. The point is that she would tell her mom right. the second right. she got home. Yeah. Again, how much? How how can there yeah. be so much molestation going on with yeah. this this gene that kids don't not have this gene keeping. of not being able to keep? And I don't You're blame running them. secrets. It's, it'd, it'd be impossible for Sonny to go hang out with his little 10-year-old friends and not find out about this basketball <laughs> game today. And if part of the threat was, don't tell anyone or I'll hurt your dad, she'd run even faster. Oh, yeah. done and done. All right, Eric Stone Street is out there. Yeah. Excited uh, to uh, have him in. Well, what about True Car, man? MSRP? You might know what that stands for. What does it mean? 
Hmm? Same goes for invoice, list price, dealer price. It's confusing, right? Good news. True Car. They're introducing True Price from True Car. You know exactly what you're going to be paying up front and in advance, including fees, accessories, all the stuff that the dealer likes to tack on. You'll know it all in advance. You'll get that all in advance. You'll figure out what you can afford and what you want to pay. You'll lock in your price. You go to a True Car certified dealer. They price competitively because they want to win your business. See how that works there, Katie? So when you're ready to buy new or used, you go with True Car, you enjoy a more confident buying experience. You're going to get a car. Maybe that's part of your New Year's resolution. You want a new ride this year. Let's go with True Car. That is True Car. Some features not available in all states. All right. A couple of quick. uh, Oh, someone's taunting me with a left turn. Honestly, God's God's honest. They passed legislation in Pennsylvania just saying, hey, if you're at an arrow and it's red and it's a Sunday and there's nobody around, just use your own discretion and and turn through it. Just like you would do at any other intersection Mm -hmm. where the light was green and there was no red arrow. Well, there's no traffic. I'll just. Turn. Or any other decision in your daily life you make hundreds of thousands of times. Right. Yes. Literally. Proceed when safe. Yeah. Every single time you put your car in reverse and start backing out of your driveway, you're making a decision, and it's going to have to involve a uh, complex ballet between your brain and your right and left foot, which to hit the brake or or to stop or to continue or to signal or whatever it is. The number one traffic city in the world, and this is not something we've considered, mm. or, or or what, or or just interested in. Yeah, I, the, the, Mayor Garcetti, no. mayor of the worst city in the world for traffic, only brings up all he can talk about is homeless, low cost living for homeless, being a sanctuary city, and second, third hand smoke. Mm. Yeah. And, oh, and uh, maybe closing down check cashing places that people seem to want to use, but not this. What is that? Yeah. And also, isn't there somebody in his circle that could go, "Hey, look what they got yeah, over here a huge in Pennsylvania." Problem, actually, the biggest problem. And yeah, here's yes. a way to address it. What is this Pennsylvania? I ordinance? love this. It's the it's the uh, ride on red law Act 101. It says uh, it gives anyone on the road the option to go through red lights as long as they use common sense and caution. Wow, we can't be trusted. Clearly, well, look, please listen, everybody. This has been a part of my life for well over a decade. It shall pass. It shall pass. Let me explain everything. If it doesn't make sense, it will not last forever. Mm -hmm. Two drinking fountains for colored folk and white folk doesn't make sense. It cannot last. It can be around for 40 years, but it can't be around. You can have some glory days, but. Yeah, yeah. Salad. Salad days, we call them. At the meetings, we call them salad days. No. You think of the things that don't make sense, and sometimes it's an eight-track cassette. Like, this thing's bulky. It stops halfway mm-hmm. into a song. You have to shove a spoon into it to get it to have enough bread. Like, this is going to be replaced by some technology at some point, and sure enough, it lasts. It has, point, yeah. has a little run. And then, there again, there are ideas that don't make sense. Interracial marriage is illegal. You know, you, you can't transport a, a black man, can't transport a white woman across state lines or whatever. There's a bunch of rules that you just go, 
How long can this last? Yeah, you look back, especially in retrospect, and they're laughable. They're laughable. And there are things that you go, okay, 10 years ago, no dogs at airports. Now people tweet me every day, we had to turn the plane around because someone's service dog bit a passenger and they turned the plane around. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And then the next tweet I got was a picture from an airport where service dog had yacked all over the the floor, Mm -hmm. right in the middle of the terminal. So... Now you say to yourself, thanks, you're showing me. There it is. All right. There's so, the yak. Right. All right. Now you go, well, how long can this go on? And you go, well, they're going to have to set some legislation, mm-hmm. some rules. They're going to have to make an ordinance, and they're going to they're gonna have to crack down because we can't have dogs biting people on planes and yakking all over the place or defecating on planes. So it's gotten out of hand. There shall be a law. Mm-hmm. And you've already seen little tweets and bits and pieces where, hey, they're talking about doing this and doing that and doing this. And they, it will be taken care of. Eventually. Now, the thing about sitting at a um, sitting at a light on a Sunday when there's no traffic rotting, waiting to get hit but in the rear by drunk driver, because you're just sitting in the middle of a intersection or in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. essentially, um, that doesn't make sense. And eventually, the stuff that doesn't make sense will come around, just like Pennsylvania had the same fucking retard rules we have, which is no turning right on a red. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what mm-hmm. time it is. No turning right on a red. And then somebody in Pennsylvania, after a decade of this, went, what the fuck are we doing? This doesn't make sense. So they did it. Now, all California wants to do is make laws. So we don't like the idea of taking a law and going, well, why don't we just leave it up to the citizen and let them use their own common sense? Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't sound like we're making a law. We tell our citizens what the fuck to do all the time. Mm. This sounds like we're letting them make up their own mind. That's antithetical to what we do. Yeah, we we, we got a job here, and that's fucking boss people around. That's that's what we do. Oh, and remove money from them while we're bossing them around. That's what we do. But Pennsylvania's figured it out. Now, we shall figure this out as well. It we we have a retarded mayor. We're going to have a a retarded governor who don't give a fuck about their citizens. But we shall figure this out. What I am saying to all of you is, please figure out the stuff that shall go away and go full Rosa Parks. <laughs> Just go. I've been doing this since two thousand and one, mm. maybe two thousand. Just fuck it. I'm in the middle of Culver City. Love lines ended. There's a stupid arrow. I can see all the way down uh, Culver Boulevard, and I'm turning. What the fuck do I care? Mm-hmm. Here's how I know I'm not going to get a ticket. There are no cops. Cops are fucking pussies who hide and wait. They don't just drive around intersections looking to give out tickets. They fucking hide like cowards. You know where the cops are going to be? The cops are going to be on the way to Willow Springs. That's where the cops are going to be because there's a never ending. What are you laughing at, Gary? <laughs> He's loving this. Full Rosa Parks got me for some Thank reason. you. I don't know. I'm a hero. The point is, is here's where the cops are. I have to go to Willow Springs. It's 80 miles away. I'm going there and back three times over the course of the weekend. It is an endless desert highway and the weather's perfect. There will be cops waiting for me to go 67 miles an hour so they can write me a chicken shit ticket. 
the time difference between me getting to Willow Springs in an hour and 10 minutes and me getting there in an hour 40 minutes is going to be the speed that I drive. So I am taking my radar detector and I'm going to attempt to elude the cops on the way, but my head will be on a swivel Mm -hmm. and there's a chance that somewhere there and back there's a ticket because the pussy chicken shit money raising cops will be hanging out there. They are not at the intersections. They're not at the intersections because that is a pond with no fish in it for them. They want to write as many fucking chicken shit tickets to the citizens and wring as much money out of us as possible. That's their marching orders. Their marching orders aren't randomly drive around and look for the way less than 1% who drive through these arrows. No. As a matter of fact, the other day, I had a I had a sheriff coming at me, and he turned right, and I just turned left and just slid right in behind him. He doesn't know what I'm doing. He's not looking for me, and he, what I'm doing doesn't look unsafe to him. So who gives a fuck? Please do it. Everyone, do it, because you'll feel like an asshole. Think about all these assholes in Pennsylvania. They've been fucking rotting at these lights for a decade, and now somebody said, oh, go ahead and do what you wanted to do anyway. No more lights, no more anything, No, you don't have to get licensed, you don't have to check a box at the MDV, just go do what you, you could have done ten years ago. Would you feel like an asshole? Yeah. Okay, so does everyone drive through the red arrows here? Does everyone do it? No. Mm, it'd be better if they did. Why not? Why not, Gina? They're scared. What do you do it? I do do it, but I I have all, I work weird hours. I blow through them. Do you do it every time? Yes. Do you do it during the regular hours? Half the time. Uh, I'm I'm hey, that's pretty good. I'm working my way up. Brian, screaming mm. about this for 15 years. At least. Ever got a ticket? Have I ever got a ticket? To my knowledge, no. No. Never have. Mm. Okay. There's nothing special about me. They just don't. You look in your rearview mirror. If there's no cop in your rearview mirror, you can go do what you want. But you know what? And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shed this skin today. I make that promise to you because one of the reasons I don't is because I don't like that we're policing ourselves. Sometimes I do it and everyone starts honking at me. Yes, they're called lemming pussy fuckstick cowards. <laughs> and I'm sure they were doing for that. <laughs> Figure it out. Lemming. L-P-F-S-C's. Yes. The other thing is. I'm sure in Pennsylvania, a month ago, somebody did this and somebody honked at them. Well, now who's the fucking idiot? Yeah. Okay. Is there a world where we could get this piece of information to Mayor Garcetti and go, hey, Mayor, how about this? Yeah, here's an idea. Now. And you're going to look like a genius. Does that exist? No, it does not. No, but we'll have another fucking talk about him wanting us to be compassionate about to the homeless. Thanks for your call, Mike. Make them a muffin basket and take it to them when they're in the street, when they're, when they're done defecating on your lawn. Mike? Ace, man, get it done. What's going on? Sorry. You you woke hey, something hey, in me. Hey, Gina, just, just to let you know as well, I've been running uh, the Turn Arrows for seven years and have not gotten one ticket yet. Nice. Well, to be fair, once everyone starts doing it, then the pussy chicken shit cops will hang out. Mm -hmm. But right now, if nobody's going to do it but me and Mike and Gina (laughs) during the off hours, well, then they're not going to do it because they're into raping the public. They're not into safety. Go ahead. All right. So I was wondering if you can tell me who this guy is, because not only did I get honked at, uh, this guy followed me. I have a... uh, I have a turn arrow, to, a left turn arrow to get into my neighborhood, and I literally run it every single day. I'm in a, a company truck, 
And uh, so this happened, uh, this happened a few weeks ago. The guy behind me, I ran it. The guy behind me not only laid on his horn, flicked his lights, and then proceeded to run the light with me just to follow me. Just Street follow justice. Me. Yeah. Citizens arrest. Yeah. I like yes, that. How did you know so, he was flicking his lights? If oh, Was it in pursuit of you? or cause He flipped his lights. So I'm saying we, once he turned no. away. Oh, he didn't. No, he tailed he was, him. He tailed no, him. He tailed me. He, he ran me. through the so light. He was behind me. Yeah, he was behind me turning left as well. So as so, soon as he honked his horn, I looked in the mirror and could see him. So, so he, anyways, hold on, let's just be straight here. The light was green, the arrow was red, and when you yeah. ran it, he chose to run it as well, to follow yeah, you. To punish you yeah, for running the light. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. To admonish you. Yeah. Right. And yeah. uh, honked and flipped the things. And how, and how long did this go on? How to resolve itself. No, he followed me to my house until I got out of my car, oh my proceeded to come at my car, um, asked if I thought I was better than everybody. Wow. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So, and, and this guy, I mean, he was literally like trying to puff his chest out at me, trying to fight me pretty much in front of my house over running a red turn. There. That was a hundred percent about his wife, yeah, but it, he took it out on you. Yeah, and then I, when we always bring up wife, I always think of their wife. Like, see, someone's got to live yeah, with this How does the story guy? go 10 minutes later when he gets home? Uh, oh. How oh. does the story go? Honey, you'll never guess what I did today. <laughs> well, not only that, but you have to live with this dude. <sighs> if this is the way he reacts for strangers that don't do anything to him, how does he react when you run into all the stuff you yeah, run yeah. into in a relationship? I believe, Mike, but the, 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 the guy's opening line is almost out of, like, a comic book. Like, you think you're better than everyone else? It's like... Wow, that's that's your problem. Would, what I, I did? I would call the police, Mike. I, I had a neighbor that was this way about a head, so I understand it. it's like a crazy narcissist. Hey, Mike, here's the bigger question. Well, or at least a medium to large size one. What I tell all these fucking idiots is there wasn't even an arrow at that intersection four years ago, and the intersection's been there for 50 years. Yeah. So what I just did is the exact same thing my dad did when he would take me to school the whole time we lived in this neighborhood, and they put the arrow up 20 minutes ago. Yeah. How could it be inherently dangerous, dangerous when it didn't exist for the first 50 years of the intersection? It, that and you ran it, too. How, yeah. Are you better than everyone else? Well, he's a hero. That's weird. It's yeah. a weird disconnect. He took, it, he took it one step further as well. Like I said, I was in a company vehicle, and a number blasted on the side of it, oh, no. and he called my company and uh, pretty much ratted me out for running running the light. The other, uh, I'd give what you a raise, dipshit. by the way. Yeah. Did, you get, did, did you get any punishment, Mike? Any blowback from the company? No, my, 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 my boss is cool, so no, no yeah. punishment. Also, getting back to our initial conversation with uh, uh, Natalia and the sort of endless amount of time that people have mm. for others and for their conflict. non... Yeah. yeah, look, I get the part where the dog takes the dump on your dichondra lawn that you've been working on for months, and then you're standing out there and the guy starts walking away and you go, uh, excuse you, could you pick that up? Like, okay, that's, that's reasonable. That's reasonable and that's moving some duke from your lawn, but... This kind of stuff that just has no consequence to you. If he, if Mike drove off in the distance, that guy's life wouldn't be changed in the least. 
yeah, in the least. Th- this is like, it's like this guy has to walk up to everyone he sees smoking a cigarette outside <laughs> of a restaurant and tell him to put it out. How far does he take it? How far does he take this social justice? Yeah. Like, excuse me, I couldn't help but notice you're smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Think you're better, you think than, you're better than <laughs> Think your lungs are better than mine? Yeah. Got news for you than not. Yeah. I did have a great, uh, I had a great, you know how I always have a uh, super stern, super fucking angry, whatever voice, always just chambered? Hey, your dad voice. I was, we were doing, we were doing Loveline once at CBS in, um, in, uh, you need to find, Gary, if you can find the sidewalk, I'm trying to think. Google Earth or something, but map or something, but uh, CBS in Manhattan. God, it's off on. Jeez, um, I'm trying to think of uh, what street it's off of. Anyway, it's, it, Drew and I used to go out there. It's a main scene. They film. They do the like, the news there. Mm, they do everything 57. there. Fifty seven sounds oh, no. about right. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, we would go down there and we do Love Line from uh, one a.m. to three a.m. <laughs> 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. because of the time the time change. Yeah, that's it. And they have this sidewalk out front that's like 15 feet wide. It's not a narrow sidewalk. It's a very wide sidewalk. And I was out there after we did Loveline one night at like 3 in the morning. Or maybe it was during a commercial, like 2.30 in the morning or something. I was just standing outside, leaning against the building, smoking a cigarette. And a guy came walking down the sidewalk he was kind of a nerdy guy, a little bit older, nerdy guy. And he started walking. And as he was going past me, he was like, <laughs> oh, I said, my God. I just said, get the fuck out of here before I beat your ass. <laughs> and he just went, <laughs> he scurried. Yeah, he's, like a cock scurrying the light. Uh, yeah, the problem was he actually scurried, except for he worked in the building, oh. which made it uncomfortable oh. because he scurried and then went into the building. And then I had to go into the building <laughs> afterward. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck these people are, but I would really like us to all just shame them. They're like, yes, because they're like floppers in the NBA. Like, you know, you, you, you give the guy and he goes, right, you know, right. So this is the guy that, you know, overreacts when mm. it's not necessary. They're Thank you, uh, Mike. Uh, Stone Street's out there. So let me just blow through these last two and then we'll uh, get on with the show. I want to talk about his new show. Sean, 30, Los Angeles. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Um, real quick, before I get to my question, my brother who got me into the show, he runs red lights. I run those left-hand red lights. So you got two more on your side. Good. Look, every, look we live in the worst traffic city in the world, and the mayor doesn't, doesn't address it. So I'm guessing it's every man for themselves. You're trying well, to help. He's a fucking moron. Well, I'm just doing whatever I can. He's, he's not interested. I am. So fuck it. We should all just go fuck it. The, the, the folks that run the city don't care if we're number one in traffic for the next thousand years. So look, fine. We'll just do it ourselves. It's like, it's like the garbage men aren't picking up the garbage. I'm just going to burn it in my yard. Like, I got to do something with this garbage. I'll just take it upon myself. Fine. Go ahead, Sean. All right. Well, I am, uh, me and a couple buddies do a podcast. And we got our first live show coming up on uh, next Saturday. Feels like a plug. Um, mm-hmm. One plug. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not throwing a plug out there. I guarantee it. Right. Um, Adam would hate on my podcast topic anyway. You watch uh, your time. Oh, now I want to know. Nope. <laughs> it's it's golf related. Restoring Bird. the foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> the uncut version. A golf podcast. <laughs> Direct the director's cut. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, but doing the first live show at uh, at a golf course. Uh, next week, wondering if you had any tips on, you know, 
how to make a good live show. Don't stand too close to the windmill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number one. Done. I, I, I lost a friend that way. Is it Trump's golf course? Wow. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, That'd uh, be a whole different podcast. It would. I would. I'd do a couple things if I were you. I would ask that you and your co-hosts stand. I think when you sit, you kind of lose the energy, and it kind of lets people know, oh, I guess we're all just relaxing here. You know what I mean? I I, I think it's good to be up on your feet, so to speak. Uh, Also, uh, you know, you can get your buck slip and have your your little um, games to play and, and topics to get into. I would also, if I was doing it for the first time, how much time are you doing? Uh, we're doing about an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would toss out a few things at the top that sort of kept people's <clears throat> interest. Like, you're going to have a little putting contest uh, coming up, mm-hmm. and we're going to give away a Callaway mm-hmm. driver mm-hmm. or whatever it is, to yeah. just to kind of let people know yep. it's not going to just be us standing here doing this for the entire, you know, Ooh. the next 59 yeah. minutes. We- yes. We kind of comboed it with a beer tasting event, so oh, you know, that's we, we got that part. Yeah. Okay, yeah, to that point, we're horseshit we get drunk. The one thing we do at live shows, we get the audience involved pretty early, whether it's what kind of complaint about, yeah. audience questions, and that definitely gets people, eh, you know, interested, loose conversation, mm-hmm. ideas, topics. It's, it's, if you can get questions or something from the audience, that's a good idea. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I really, I really am curious because this could hinder the live podcast. Do you have to whisper or at least talk at a lower level? No, we don't. You're not like standing out in the middle of like a tournament or something. No, no, no. Okay. We'll be out at uh, you know in the banquet room, kind of an area. Oh, oh then cut fine. loose. Yeah, get crazy. All right, do that. <laughs> and all right. Um, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and order. Oh, I made up a drink for you. <laughs> Have everyone order a uh, fuzzy Zeller. That's Zima <laughs> and peach schnapps. <laughs> Delicious. Sounds a, sounds a little gay, but I'm into it. Well, the peach is fuzzy. Uh huh. That's true. And uh, then you got the Zeller, which is the Zima. The Zima's right? coming back. Yep. So it's a Zima with a uh, jigger of peach schnapps. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> please. <laughs> jigger, please. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. It's called a fuzzy Zeller. Right. You got it? Sounds perfect. All right. There you go. I just invented that. Oh. All right. Last one. Blake. Denver. Hey, how 46. are you? What's going on? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, hey. You, How just, you just got out of fe- federal prison? What? I, I swear to God, the FBI kicked in my door full commando style, and I went to prison for unauthorized access to a protected computer. <gasps> Blake, wow. can you call back no on a different show? I want to spend a good 15 minutes with you. It's a, Brian, it's a whole <clears throat> show. I know. Who's it's the federal the prison? I mean, Who's gun, Guns drawn, not kidding. Oh, yeah. No joke. No, no joke. I, they're... I, was, I was at... The FCI in Florence, Colorado. We should have what is the FCI? Back. Next week. Federal, uh, Federal Correctional Institution. Oh, oh, no, but where you? was the computer? Oh, the computer. Well, I was working with a physician recruiting company, mm-hmm. and it's a long story there, but these guys, you want to talk about lemming, fuckstick, pussy cowards? Yeah. Exactly what they were. Yeah, baby. What did we figure out? LFPCs. 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 Anyway, we were making a lot of money. And, uh, and it was a legitimate company. We founded it, and the owner came back and wanted the big office and wanted all the happy stuff that always goes with greed. Hold on. It's, and, it's um, LPFs, 
Fuckstick. Yeah, Two sorry. Words. Lemming, fuckstick, pussy, coward. Now, right? Gary says it's lemming, pussy, fuckstick, fuck coward. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's the way it came out. Well, however, right. the, ac- however right. the t-shirt looks bad. Yeah, okay, you're um, right. And so, anyway, uh, my commission kept getting cut and truncated, as did some, and I was an equity owner, as did some other guys. And this, this spawned lawsuits and a whole bunch of other things. Anyway, I had made, uh, bought a new house and had a new wife and a new baby and... You know, it was very frustrating. All babies are new. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, brand new, brand new baby. Mm -hmm. And so, um, just fast forwarding, it got to the point where they were pushing me out the door, and they were doing what was called top grading, and I was pissed. And I was working with this other guy, and he went in and he copied the database of physicians and clients. Now, none of it was sensitive. None of it was, uh, you know, identity theft based. It was purely a lead list. It was names of physicians and phone numbers and emails. And um, w- when they fired the guy that gave me that list, he, they, they got the FBI involved. They went to his house. He turtled up and got immunity and said he gave it to me. Ugh. Well, Snitching. they came to my house, and uh, they, they confiscated everything, and they went through my computers, and I told them, I said, listen, this is what I've got. Well, uh, the judge in her supreme... Uh, Oh, my God, I, I can't even go there. But she applied what she called an alternative metric of loss to the value of the data and came up with that this lead list was worth a million seven and gave me 30 months. Oh, my um, God. All this for a little industrial espionage? <clears throat> but, you know, Blake, and my last name is Snowden. I Imagine love that. it. Uh-huh. Blake, just yeah, hang on because uh, we got to get into this more on another day. Yeah, we'll Gar- get, get your his number, number, stuff like that. But I've talked to Garrigus about this a million times, and I've always said this. You know, whenever I ask me about TV producers, I go, "They basically they're they're beavers. If you put them on top of the Sears Tower, they'd start looking for wood to build the dam. Mm-hmm. That's all they know." It's just, and then you'd go, well, that doesn't make sense. Why? There's no water. Not, and they go, this is what do. this is what we do. That's Thousands of years of uh, evolution. Really bad producers just do that all the time. Radio's that way. Well, That's prosecutors nice. and judges and feds and whatever, he'll tell you, Gergis will tell you this all the time. There's just tons of cases where you can just go... Okay, come on, just move on. Or this 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 guy doesn't pose a threat, or we can move on here. It's like, no, no, this is what we do. We go after people. And the scary part is, you and I and everybody else in the private sector are sort of limited by our funds. You know, I can pay Gergis several hundred thousand dollars to pursue a case that I'm never going to win, mm-hmm. and he'd just tell me that's a waste of your money, and if you got an extra 600 grand laying around fine, but you're not going to get anything out of this. I have to be discerning. But if Garrigus is essentially free to me, and I can just go sick him on that guy and sick mm-hmm. him on that guy, and if he wins or if he loses, it doesn't matter. I, I don't pay him, and nothing happens to me. They just do what they do. Even in often cases when they don't really even have anything, they just do what they do, and that's the system. Yeah. I don't like that. That sucks. That a flaw. That's very dystopian. All right. Uh... Eric Stone Street's out there. Everybody's got a new show. I watched it last night. We'll talk all about it right after this. In the spirit of Murrow, Jennings, Cronkite, here's another great moment in local news. I love this story, Rick. This is a special new cast member on Sesame Street, and we're getting our first look at Julia. She's got orange hair, green eyes, and... 
She has autism. Julia appeared last night on CBS 60 Minutes. During the segment, Big Bird was concerned that Julia didn't like him. That's a great moment in local news. Now, back to the Adam Carolla Show. I saw that. It's the cushiest gig ever for the puppeteer, which is do the Down Syndrome puppet sock. Because the other person's like, Julia, do you want to play? And then Julia just stands there motionless. Yeah, and, then, and then Big Bird's like, Julia doesn't always hear you. <laughs> like, is it just like on a mop handle or something? It's the sweetest <laughs> gig ever for a puppeteer. Like, yeah, they did say part of her character is no eye contact and doesn't respond. And I feel like I could handle that as a puppeteer. My sister's a special needs uh, teacher and she's listening, so I do have to correct you. It's not Down syndrome. It's she, the, oh, the puppet's autistic. autistic. Sorry, autistic. sorry. You're right. Hey, yeah. Your sister's doing the Lord's work, yeah. man. It, well, yeah, it's, it's rough. Is uh, she back home doing that? Or she's she? in Kansas City, yeah. Uh, I always remember, though, thinking about that, like, uh, how great it I love days when I get to go into work and I don't have any lines. Yes. And there was a pilot a few years, like, well, a long time ago that I auditioned for where you played a, a deaf mute. Mm-hmm. Sweet gig. And I was like, that would, that would, that would be okay. Yes. Well, Never have to, no, no lines? Eric, c- c- it, it, tell me if I'm making this up. I feel like most actors are bad students and what bad students hate most is homework, and what memorizing lines is is the worst form of homework. Which Re- take this big pile of papers home and memorize it. Reading is my enemy, and Me always too. has been. Yes, I cannot stand to read. And the idea, I mean, the reason I used to say when I was going to college that I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I found out that being a lawyer is mostly reading. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, like I, I was a horrible student and make no bones about how terrible of a student I am. And you are absolutely right. The fact that I have to now highlight things for a living and l- read them and learn them yes. is pretty, pretty funny. And, yeah, I'm not, I was not a good student. And the now do you guys and uh, we'll, we'll get into uh, the toy box in a second, which I watched and really enjoyed uh, last night. I got a little preview of it. That premieres uh, Friday, April 7th, eight o'clock on ABC. Do you have the dialogue coaches for Modern Family that follow you around when you're doing a scene that's dialogue laden? No. Oh, you got to get one of the what season are <laughs> what, we in? What is this? That's a thing. Oh, I did a sitcom pilot where I literally was in every single scene and talking throughout the entire scene, and I had a dude named Ringy. Hey, and R- Ringy. <laughs> His last name was Ringwald. No relation, he explained. But they called him Ringy. And what happened? What what happens is, is Ringy follows you around. Here comes Ringy. Here comes Ringy. You always know. And so you're in the bathroom, like changing in between scenes or whatever. And he's just standing outside the door, going, uh, "Honey, the toaster's broken. Well, I why don't you buy a new one? You know we can't afford a new one. Why?" Um, well, I'm not made of oh, shit. Ringy line. <laughs> God, I'm, no, it's I'm not, not made of money. I'm not made of money. Okay, let's take it. I'm not made of money. None of us are made of money. And by the way, who's been? And then you walk out of the bathroom, and he's just following you around. Never heard your, of this. Oh, it's odd. Are you sure they just didn't hire that for you? Yeah, I, I think for a reason. I think there's a reason. <laughs> you may, you may, you may be on. I just something. looked up Ringy's credits. He's actually credited as Adam's special helper. So that is oh. actually that's the title. Uh, the uh, toy box. And by the way, uh, thanks to uh, Eric Stone. 
Collins Street who had me and the family over to watch a taping of Modern Family. Have I not been back since you came? I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming you were, but I just want to thank you again. The kids were – the kids, it's their favorite TV show, and um, and it just goes to show you that I really think good comedy just cuts through. They don't have – you know, it was their favorite TV show when they were eight years old. You know, a gay couple, an older guy who's married to a younger woman and whatever. They, totally they put, relatable for nine-year-olds. So, yeah, relatable to nothing to people in the third grade, and they loved it. Yeah. Because it's good. I, I think kids respond to quality. Yeah. I've, I've said before, it's, it's really weird that I'm now meeting kids that weren't born when I got the job. Wow. Yeah. You know, like your kids are 10. Yeah. So they were two when I started this. The uh, It is... It's I you do love line. You talk to people that were eleven years old, and the, the guy's just fresh out of rehab. Yeah, he's thirty one and and sleeved up. Oh, there we are on your face on on the fake on the fake sofa, oh the real sofa in the fake house. So uh, the toy box. Now, interesting premise here. It's 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 like Shark Tank for toys and kids. essentially, yeah, yeah I, I guess kind of just within that you know the. Only one thing's going to win. You yeah, know, it's Shark not Tank. Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah, it's not straight across Shark Tank, but it's inventors of kids' toys oh. coming in and first selling it to you know the guy heads up the uh, Mattel company mm-hmm. and the girl writes the the blog for the Toy Weekly and all the all the people that are industry people that know all of the stuff. Oh, that's Ralph Lauren's daughter. Yes, yeah, Dylan Lauren owns Dylan's Candy. So. Yeah, Dylan's oh. Candy Bar. You want to kill her? Oh, actually, I want to have sex. Oh. Then. Which order? Okay. Ooh. Listen, Ralph uh, I should get going. <laughs> Find me his five most valuable cars, and then you'll know why. Oh, gotcha. Because he has He's like a, a Ferrari guy. GTO that's worth like $50 million. What your dad has? Mm-hmm. Dad has 10 cars worth more than $20 million a piece. Wow. Sonny's going on and on about this all the time. So Yeah. So, oh, oh, that's her. That's Dylan Lauren. And then Jen Tan, she's the head of toy and product development at Pixar. And then the other guy's Jim Silver, who's like one of the leading toy experts in America. And so those three people are there sort of to set up. So as parents, when you're watching the show, you see that like, oh, okay. So the kids aren't just ruling the whole house. They're making sure the toys are safe. They're, you know, making sure Mattel, it's even viable that this toy that's being brought in is even makeable. So that then those – once you get past the three adults in the room, then those toys come to the kids, four kids, in the, the toy box where I'm, I'm at. And then they ultimately decide which toy wins each episode. And there's seven episodes with a finale. So there's seven, seven toys that will vie for the, the big prize. So it's like Shark Tank meets Top Chef. Yeah, and big. And bigger. Yeah. Wow. Well, no, I mean the movie Big. Oh, but. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it's on a bigger scale. Yeah, but, just, yeah. but bigger. <laughs> Keep going, Gary. Most expensive one's a Bugatti. Wow. Estimated worth $50 million. He's got a One car that's car. worth $50 million? He has 10 cars that are worth more than $20 million each car. That's my, that's my, that's my, Gary, just keep looking and we'll find this. That's and the I, Bugatti? You tell me if I'm wrong. Yes, we're looking at a oh, picture. That was but, gorgeous. Uh, and the show, it's really, the show's really satisfying because you have these adults who, there's something about people who invent stuff, which is they're riding on this. Yeah. Like they've sunk their last nickel yeah. into this. They've been doing big, it. Big bucks, some of them. I mean, oh, I can't yeah. remember the first three people you, or the first 
you know, people that come into the toy box. But there's people on the show over the course of the show you'll see that have are in fifty, sixty, hundred, thirty year thousand dollars in thirty years of their life. Oh yeah. It's uh incredible. And you've got a seven year old telling them their toy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids boy, it's it's also insane that the one kid seven, you just think uh, he's poised, he's precocious, he's has a great vocabulary. Like, I don't where do you get these kids these days? Well, I think Noah, the the redheaded kid, he was the apparently kid on Ellen. Apparently, oh my God, that kid's the oh, best. Yeah. 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 And apparently, oh, I love the yeah. roller coaster. But he is his Adam. You will freak out at his reference base. His his reference base is unbelievable. He can recall things from movies that, first of all, you can't believe that a seven year old is watching. Watching. Um, and he knows everything. He talks about like he he says he knows one toy like the back of his hand, and he shows the back of his hand, and he goes like the back of my hand, like this scar. It came from when I had an accident with a water heater. Like yeah. he, he's How just old is he? he's oh, a comedian. He he's is seven. a comedian. Is he seven? Yes, seventy seven. Uh, yeah. And off the uh, one day, he was really got upset. He's a very emotional kid. He's like really in touch and really in tuned. And he was he got really upset because um. There was this toy. I can't remember which one it was, but uh, the little boy Toby said, wow, this toy reminds me of the saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. And Noah got so upset and he, he started crying. And I'm like, buddy, what's wrong? And he goes, that's what I was going to say. And now I can't say what I wanted to say. And he was like, I had to say, but Noah, don't you understand that that makes you a great comedian? Like that makes right. you – Really conscious because you realize now that Toby said that he didn't mean to t- take your joke, but he did. And now you care so much that you don't want to steal from him. That just makes you a great comedian. It's like, oh, I guess. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. It still stings. It's yeah. Absolutely. If you think about what, where, where you were at at seven, eight, nine years old, yeah. it was just insane he loves pizza kids yeah and then alira is just adorable she's the the little african-american girl she was on uncle buck on abc she's the sweetest little girl and then toby and then uh sophia grace who also was on the ellen show she's the english girl who's a pop sensation or whatever she is adorable not her little cousin rosie didn't make it on she's not on just sophia yeah she's talking about how tough she is and uh opinionated yeah uh all right uh, it, it's a really enjoyable, satisfying show, and, and actually, uh, you should just watch it with your kids. Yeah, it's 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 intended to be a family show, and I never look. I never wanted to host anything. Uh, I said no to many hosting gigs, but this came along, and the kid element, and just the the opportunity for me to be dry with these inventors and sort of be a little bit more of my dickish personality sense of humor. Uh, that opportunity for it to come out um, was appealing to me. So um, hopefully, people like it. Uh, I think they will. I mean, it's a, it, it is a kind of what's not to like. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, it's cool guys, cool, cool inventions. And then the kids are great. And then the other thing to mention that really is the cool hook of the show is that when the show's over the next day, the toy is going to be available. So the toy will win and then you will be able to go online to at toys com or go to toys R us and get the toy immediately. Well, now I'm not going to watch with my kids. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what's going on in modern family? Well, we don't have a contract. Ooh. What's that mean? It means I don't know for sure the show's coming back next year. We don't, meaning the the show or the actors don't have a contract? Well, we're in negotiations with 20th Century Fox and ABC to figure out if we're doing a season 9 and or 10. We, but we the, the honest answer is I, do, I don't know the answer. 
Is there a second milestone to hit in terms of uh, syndication? Like everyone says, well, you got to get to, well, it used to be, you know, got to get to 100 episodes. You get 100 episodes, you get syndicated or whatever it is. Mm. But is there, and, and so Modern Family's cleared that hurdle. Modern Family's syndicated, widely syndicated and on the air. So that's mm-hmm. pretty damn good. But is there a second I don't syndication know. number that anyone's aware of? Uh, well, I'm sure 20th ABC, Steve Levitan, and Chris Lloyd all know that that kind of stuff. But I I don't know what financially it means to ABC and 20th for a season nine or ten. If it means anything more or less, or you know what what I don't know any of that. Is everybody are are all the actors on board? All everybody wants to do two more years for sure, and then it'll seem like ten years is. Been a, been a good run. Or? I think everybody kind of once the show was established as it, what it was, and which was you know sort of a, a fan favorite and a, you know lucky enough to be critically acclaimed and also be a fan favorite. That it felt like one of those shows, like a Raymond, like a Seinfeld, like a Friends, you know, like mm-hmm. a Cheers and Married with Children. That is just a kind of a ten ten year show, and I think that's what everyone's goal's been from from the beginning. I, I think. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, we all we all want to continue to work. It's the greatest job I will ever have. Well, it's great that you can have that eight years in because a lot of people get. I don't know. But I you, mean, it's it's really hard to keep ten people together. Yeah, that but way. you saw it. Absolutely, you saw that we the, the 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 blueprint of the show lends itself to us all staying friendly and liking each other because we don't see each other <laughs> except for really one day a week. For sure, we have to see each other. Yeah, we went to read. a table read and. You know, you can tell when there's tension or fake this or whatever that. I mean, it's 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 usually impossible because when you have this diverse cast, sex and age and everything else, and there's always just one person that's just a fucking pain in the ass. It's probably I, me. It's, that's, that's why I'm looking at you. Oh yeah, yeah you are I, really looking, looking at you me. When I said I that. need a ringy. <laughs> Where's ringy? <laughs> ringy. He controls your assholiness. There almost has to be one person that's a pain who doesn't think it's them, but seems to go stir things up mm-hmm. all the time. This is. I've met almost everyone in the cast individually, hung out a little. They're all just nice people on their own, and then when they come together, it's simply a group the ki- of And the nice kids people. are great. You know, Ed sets the tone. He's just a normal guy, wants to come to work, do his work, get it over with, and go home and put a pot roast in the crock pot and a bottle of Chianti. I mean, that's really literally what he he lives for, is right. to, watch fi- to yeah. watch a fight yeah. on TV, have yeah. something cooking with a bottle of wine open. That's it. That's it. And everyone follows his lead, and it's it, and it's a great it's a great show. It's a great vibe, and you could tell because he walked us all through it. And like I said, you can kind of feel it when it's when it, there's some tension there. But uh, I would assume that everyone wants to keep going, so I'm going to assume it's going to work out. We, we all have the best hope for that, and I and like I said, it we we are in good negotiation. So none of us think we're just going to disappear like a David Copperfield trick. I, I I we all hope that doesn't happen. I don't want to uh, have you speak about anything you're not supposed to speak about here, but for the actors, is it a favored nations thing, or do you have to go in and make your own deal? No, that was established in year four when we did the other first negotiation. We were all together. We And, you know, none of us have ever stepped out and said, I'm more important than the other. We all feel we carry the same amount of weight of the show. And, you know, Ty's never gone best support, best leading act comedy actor when he could make the case that he's on screen maybe more than Jesse or I or Ed. Ed's never gone best leading actor because he's Ed O'Neill. We've all just 
thought of ourselves as an ensemble in every way. We all ca- feel like we carry the same amount of the show. So that translates into that we all feel that we're basically – Ty is a um, a great comedic actor yeah, great. who's a little bit unsung. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he's not unsung, but – he doesn't sometimes get mentioned when they're talking about really strong comedic actors, but yeah. he is a really strong comedic We're, actor. Yeah, very dedicated. I mean, that's the thing. You know, when I when I read articles or when I get forwarded links to people, you know, shitting on the show or crapping on the show, that bums me out is like, I know that everyone, all the writers. I mean, it's not easy to do 188 of anything. You know, and then people are saying, oh, the show's really slipped. It's like, well, you know, yeah, there's going to be episodes that aren't great, but that's every sitcom, every show of all time. Chris Lloyd explained it to me that there's like a third that you're proud of, a third that you would like to do over again, and a third that you're just like, okay. Yeah. And that's the best you can hope for. Yeah. So this notion that everybody's memory of Modern Family was 100% perfection really sets us up for a false, you know, yeah, expectation. Us, I love the show. My family loves the show, and I'm just going to say America loves the show. And one last question about that. Yeah, I would watch a Modern Family movie. They do it on time to time yeah. from some. You know, I, I mean, you you see it with like Entourage, which is different. But then you see, you know, they they do it with South Park, different as well. But they do movies out of TV shows. Yeah, this seems like it would lend itself to a movie. Yeah, I, I mean, has I, it been discussed? I've never heard that that discussion. I mean, when we go on those family vacations, that's what it kind of feels like that right. we're, we're doing anyway. And there was talk we were going to go someplace this year, but it just kind of snuck up on us all too fast, and we we didn't end up going. There was talk we were going to either go to Italy or or Paris as a vacation. I keep saying Branson, Missouri, where yes. Cam's from, yeah. Springfield, yes. Missouri, Silver yes. Dollar City. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Please go. They. You should see the looks I get when Sophia hears we're not going to uh, to Car- Cartagena, and but we're going to Springfield. She's like, no, no. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's so on point. It's so story motivated. If we go to Silver Dollar City, thank you. That would be amazing. Yakov Smirnov's there. Andy Everybody's Williams. there. Tie a yellow ribbon around yes. the old oak, oak tree. Jimmy Osmond is there. The bald knobbers. All the Big names, all the big go kart tracks. If you need, if if, <gasps> if you ever say whatever happened to so and so, Eric who, Stone Street, let's just who say was in it. show business. Branson, yeah, is yes. where is is the answer. Is yes. where they're at. Is they that get paid? Uh, my buddy Philip Welford, Philip the Juggler, worked moved to Branson and and opened for Andy Williams for all those years. And I he, he would this is years, you know. 15 years ago, he would would explain what goes on over there. And he'd be like, Andy Williams has a theater. He does nine shows a week. We sell out, you know, the early show on Sunday and then the afternoon show. It holds 2,000 people. (laughs) Like, how does this? Whoa. You start doing the math on those places. It's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never been there. And I don't know if it's bigger. Have you ever Googled Silver Dollar City? No. It is an amusement park in the mountains. Mm. It's amazing. You could you would love Silver Dollar City because there's like iron workers, there's glass blowers, there's saltwater taffy. Oh, look mm. at it. I nice. like Oh, so it's a it's a it's a kind of large scale spillican corners that they used to have 
over at Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's Berry Farm would be like, you want to see how horses were shooed yeah, back in the exactly. day? And baskets were woven? Oh, yeah. yeah. And goats were milked? How trains were robbed? Yeah, that's that, That's what it would be. Wow. So it's sort of like Dollywood for... Well, come on now. I would imagine Dollywood sort of based Dollywood off Silver Dollar that's City. That's probably true, actually. Okay. Well, we're going. That's there was it. a ride there called Fire in the Hole. You remember that? <laughs> And it was a roller coaster. <laughs> it's it's exactly what it was. It was a, a redheaded. No, I'm just fire in the hole. There it is. Wow. Indoor, indoor roller coaster. And there was a pudgy that you had to look at. Pudgy was lost or something like that. You had to go on the roller coaster to find Pudgy. Wow, Jesus! I it, think we could sell at least half a theater for a remote in Silver Dollar City. Eric, uh, I'll go. You do a, you do a live podcast from Silver Dollar City, bro. I'm there. Oh, Mike August just heard you. (laughs) Once Mike August hears this, that's it. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. We're going to book out. Okay, hold on. I have an impersonation for you to do that. I just realized that I could do. Okay, but it's so obscure. So do you go to Disneyland ever? Yeah. Okay, so the Big Thunder Mountain, Mm -hmm. when you're you're in line for the roller coaster, (laughs) this is – I'll tell you the story in just a second. But so I was just at Disney World and I, you know, how we are. We hear voices and then I just mimic them and mimic and mimic them. So this is the voice that you hear before you get on um, Big Thunder Mountain. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> and so I kept doing it. I kept doing it. The friend I was with and the guide, they were like, okay, that's enough. And I'm like, no, but it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. It is tone for tone. Exactly the voice. So we're standing in line. I'm doing it. And then in front, I have a hat on, this hat actually, and glasses. And I'm just standing there. And I'm going, well, everybody, let's get on the ride because you know what it is. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. And this girl behind me goes, oh, my God, that sounds just like the voice. Do you do that voice? And I turn around. I'm like, no. She's like, that is really imp- – you sound exactly like the person in this microphone. I'm like, well, I'm pretty good at voices. I get on the ride. We take off. And then they realize that it was me that was <laughs> right. doing that. But anyway, if you guys ever need me to do, it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Well, actually, we have been looking for a while for a guy who could handle that chore, but we've never really found anyone who was up to the task. It's the wildest podcast on the internet. Well, now, okay. Gary, you have two tasks. Uh, how many cars does uh, what's the name have Ralph over Lauren. Ralph Lauren have over uh, uh, the articles I'm reading? Twenty million, approximately. Oh, sorry. And uh, and then you have to find that voice for. Uh, Thunder Why do you have to find it? It's right here. <laughs> it's have, the wildest ride in the world. Because Brian will play it five hundred times, and you will echo it five or four ninety nine. All right, let's get some news ready, Gina Grad. Right. Yeah, Nightfall now. History's new scripted drama series, Nightfall Wednesdays. 10 p.m. So if you're hanging around, well, actually, you don't even need to be there. Just set that DVR. We're watching it in real time. Nightfall, set in medieval France, tangled in politics and conflict. One courageous Templar knight will lead his order of warrior monks in a life-or-death mission to find the lost Holy Grail. History is really churning out some great scripted stuff. And this stuff, Nightfall, just looks amazing. You guys... You know Tom Cullen, right? Downton Abbey? Sure, man. He leads the cast, taking viewers deep inside the most powerful, mysterious military order of the Middle Ages. So, let's review. History, that's right. Nightfall, Wednesdays, 10 p.m. He, who controls the grail, holds the power. Never forget that. 
Nightfall. Gina Grad. Let's do it. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Hold on. Was that me or was that the guy? Because we'll I don't know. know. Gina Grad. Breaking viral. All those crazy Trump tweets. Give me news with Gina Grad. Trouble in the Middle East. Celebrity drunk meltdowns. Deep news with Gina Gina Grad. The news with Gina Grad. All right, wait a minute. Gary has it. Gary has a voice. This here's a wildest that's ride not it. in the wilderness. No, that's not it. No. That's not the right voice. I have it. That's, I can do that one too. What Gary does. Here it is. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Okay. No, hold on. Was that me or was that him? Because I seriously don't know. Let's hear Eric. No, that is not the voice though. That's not the right well, one. Let's You're compare not. them. Let's, let's compare them. Let's it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. All right, that's Eric. Now let's hear the real one. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. All right, it's close. Very close. <laughs> it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Okay, so see now I'm really truly confused. Was I what not one of those? <laughs> no, don't no, be confused about, about Brian being a dick. Okay, no, no, let's hear. The, let's hear. Well, you know what, Eric? No, Brian, you, you are starting with a false narrative. That is not the voice I'm even referencing. So you cannot use that to 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 uh, Eric, compare. I'm a professional. I would not just resort to such. Well, they had a different guy do that okay, one at first. We'll make it make it easy. I'll play one of them. We'll see which one, yours or his, and you tell me. But his is. isn't the one I'm talking about. No, no, no just, this we're just going to play a new one. Yeah. Oh. Brand new one. So this is, okay, you tell me which one it is. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Or? No, which one do you think uh. that is, Eric? I don't know, because that's how good I am. <laughs> right, I'll play it again. Okay. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's a 50-50. I think it's me. I'm sorry you're wrong. This is you. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Like I said, I am a great mimic. (laughs) Him again. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. I've said it once, and and I'll say it again. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Nobody does Pappy Parker doing himself better than Eric Stone Street. And I know you've heard it all a dozen times. All right. Let's move forward. Here. Find the real one. <laughs> I got it. No, it's the don't. wildest ride in the wilderness. <laughs> All right. Well, an Israeli teenager who also has American citizenship was arrested on suspicion of using advanced technology to carry out more than 100 bomb threats on Jewish institutions in the United States, according to the Jewish Times of Israel. Israeli police said the teen has been the subject of months-long undercover investigations of anti-fraud units, the FBI here, uh, organizations all around the world. He even caused some planes to make emergency landings. He's, he's it's Jewish. It's the wildest wow. ride in the wilderness. Now, that was, that was that Eric. Was, yeah. Nope. Right. He's Jewish. Sorry, that was you, actually. He's from Israel. Well, he's he might he's probably he's, uh, he's Israeli with American citizenship. It's it, I would assume he's probably Jewish. And he's and he's making all these threats against yes, Jewish targets. It gets crazier. So uh-huh. the army refused to draft him after finding him unfit for service, which almost never happens in Israel because you go right into the army. His father has also been detained on suspicion that he knew about his son's activities. But Brian, mm. here's where the plot twists. The attorney told the court that the teen has a brain tumor oh. and has been homeschooled since then, since about 14 years old, and said that has affected his behavior. I was wondering mm. why I was involved in this. Yeah, that, that would affect his behavior, depending on where it is. Did you make a lot of threats to Jewish community centers when what you, do you found consi- out? Well, what do you consider a lot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nine Any? is not really a lot. One. Yeah. One or more? Any. Yeah. 
So that's the defense they're working with now. Okay. That he had this high-tech equipment that he was calling in bomb threats in Kansas City and all over the country, in Europe, in New Zealand. Like the Twinkie defense. Delta. That's the, the wildest legal defense in legal history. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the Disneyland guy. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Lauren. Uh, oh, boy. Has about 40 cars for over $400 million. Jesus. So we didn't get our exact geez. answer, but he has. That's and good. by the way, this is rounding down. I'm telling you, that's $500 million worth of cars. That's insane. I want to be his daughter. <laughs> All right. Sorry. You want to be his daughter? Yeah, this guy's got a brain tumor, and it's making him do wacky things. Yeah. That's Because yeah, that's, uh, right. that's the one I went, well, he's from Israel. Why is he doing this? And there's well, your answer. It does happen. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah, there are, depending on where the tumor is and what part of your brain it's compressing. As it grows, well, it, it seems like by that picture, it's in the front of his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to show it. Yeah. As it grows, it squishes, you know, your brain. It's got, there's only so much, uh, you know, right. displacement in there. See, this is very house to me. This is very, <laughs> like, like sort of sci-fi medical mystery. Mm. So you, but I you mean, it's not everyone, obviously. Right. When it grew in my head, it made me limp and, you know, talk funny. But yeah. this guy's, you know, bombing uh, wow. Jewish targets. So you were never able to recover. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I'm still suffering the effects. Yeah. Well. Don't. Don't you push that button. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no. Donald Trump sat down for an interview with Time Magazine about the way he deals with the truth and with falsehoods. Here's a couple of the highlights. When responding to the remark about him not believing the intelligence community when they said his tweet about Obama wiretapping was wrong, Trump said, quote, he inherited a mess with the Middle East, North Korea, jobs and trade, and added, quote, hey, look, in the meantime, I guess I can't be doing so badly because I'm president and you're not. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I think you just you had him at I'm president because yeah. they don't have dual presidents. Really like, kind of, everyone else know. is not. You are ruled out. Yeah, yeah. you are everyone else. And and you're not. not. It was very Chevy Chase of him, don't you think? Yes. I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. Oh yeah, that from his old sign off. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels a little derivative. Also, Chevy Chase used to do something weird, which is I think it was Chevy Chase. He would do Gerald Ford. And not do his hair oh or makeup God. or anything, or even the voice. He was just Gerald Ford. Yep, he yeah. just fall down. He was, he was that clumsy. It was, a by- weird, it was the weirdest SNL thing ever because these people, you know, transform themselves into Hillary Clinton yeah. mm-hmm. or into oh. into Trump or but Baldwin or whomever. Mm-hmm. Or Sarah Dana Payne, Carvey. Sarah or, Palin, yeah. yep, you know, uh, whatever. But he would just do four. He's a tall, skinny Young. Was it more performance art or they just hadn't thought to put him in makeup? Well, because his whole, Gerald Ford's whole notion was he, he fell. Yeah. He's so clumsy. they just went yeah. for the clumsy aspect uh, of it. Also, the, I, I have thoughts. SNL in those days was, was more, was more, um. Second City. Yeah. Was, it was more improv from the theater. It was like avant garde. Yeah. yeah. They weren't, they, well, they weren't so much into the makeup and the this and that and the costumes, the elaborate. Which is the difference but, between the Second City and the Groundlings for the record. I mean, those are, Second City's very much, I mean, they perform in suits and don't really do a lot of, mm-hmm. um, hair yeah. and sort of wi- no wigs really and, in yeah, the groundlings, the groundlings. If you, props and if you go hair. backstage at the groundlings there's you know hawaiian yeah, lays yeah, yeah. and hula skirts and, and gorilla masks yeah, it's right. all back there so the next president was uh jimmy carter we, uh, gary can probably find a picture of this dan Aykroyd did jimmy carter with a mustache like, yeah, yeah. Father, like shave <laughs> like hey dan you're gonna be the president for the yeah, next four that's years very shave second. the mustache he had the mustache as jimmy carter yeah. He had the yeah. accent, but he was wow. like, Hom Jim Akata, and he had the mustache, and it's just his hair. And the mustache disappeared. Huh? It's how powerful the, the stash was in the 70s, though, that <laughs> yeah. a dude could not would not part with even that part with it. Yeah. There, there is. That's Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't see a stash. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But again, coming off of Chevy Chase playing the balding, 60 years older Gerald Ford, 
with no attempt to, they didn't put any talcum powder in his hair to gray it up. Like, just nothing. And, it was just Gerald Ford. And people liked it and accepted yeah, that, it. It worked. That's all they had. Well, yeah. you just fall over the desk and everyone started laughing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I wish you had a monitor over there. Oh. Yeah. That's a good, actually, hey, Gary. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Before the show's over, <laughs> no. Uh, for the, for the you're build right. it live, well, you're right. No, uh, the the guests sit where you're sitting, and oftentimes have to sort of crane around, and they pull themselves off the mic. Yeah. Let's uh, remind them. Put a monitor. I have over a 35 inch outdoor TV that I'm not using. You guys can have really, yeah, Sunbright. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Why aren't you using it? Uh, I upgraded. Oh, and okay. I don't have a place for that other one. Okay, we'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have it delivered. That's Loving nice. you. Well, researchers have developed a smartphone app, an accessory that costs uh, less than $5, and it can determine your sperm count mm-hmm. with 98% accuracy. Much like home pregnancy tests once approved by the FDA, men will be able to determine their sperm count in the privacy of their own home in a few seconds. Here's how it works. Uh, the system works with an optical attachment to which the semen sample is located for analysis. The kit has a little microchip with a capillary tip and a rubber ball you can squeeze mm. to absorb the sample. This connects to a user-friendly app on your smartphone that walks you through the entire process. The resulting scores are based on several criteria like uh, sperm concentration, sperm mobility. The device is still in development, but they are doing their best to get it out there and have it approved by the FDA. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness! <laughs> but hold on, I have a question about that. Do you... you so you don't have to mess with it? No, you do. Oh, you do. Because I'm like, I don't want to do this test. It's also going to be funny, too. It's a huge part of the test. Well, no, I thought something went in there. No, I think you masturbate onto your phone? A surface. You put on your phone. I thought you did on your phone, too. Honey, have you seen my phone? Sweetie, it's stuck to the side of your head. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I was looking at the front and the entranceway by the charger. I'm so out to lunch these days. I'm sorry. Is it it, what side of the head? Other side of your head, sweetie? Okay, yeah, I was. I didn't have my. I didn't have my earpiece. Sorry. Around for it would be easier than asking me. Yeah. yeah. So any surface, and then you have like the little baby aspirator that sucks <laughs> it up, and then you put it on the tip, and then you uh, your oh, phone tells you how the swimmers are doing. So there you go. Twenty seventeen. It's a great world. Yeah. I am. Uh, I had my uh, sperm. Brian, you had your sperm tested. I did. Right? Yeah. I had mine tested. I had a crazy. Yeah, but yours tests. was on a race. Yeah, Jimmy and I had a race, and uh, I beat him. Oh. Your sperm beat him. Well, I beat him in producing the sperm. And beating it. By just a number of seconds. Was this a man show thing? Yeah. He yeah. claims it was a tie because I didn't take time to get dressed before I came out and sort of <laughs> rung the bell. He he put himself back together and then rang the bell sort of thing. But if, if he had run out with his pants around his ankles like me, he claims we would have tied. But later on, then when the sperm was tested, I think... He had a higher count, but mine was more mobile. Yeah, more uh-huh. motility. Yeah, as they say. Yeah, so yeah, I you're like what? the new the new military of America. Yeah, like a Navy SEAL. You're like team. a SEAL. Yeah, that's what I was. He's explaining. like Ground War from World War. Yeah. He's the Big Red One in World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Just, a lot of guys, a yeah. lot of stuff. You're a specialized unit, extraction yeah. force. You're SEAL Team Six. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, there we are in the uh, SEAL Team office. Four and a Half. Yeah. <laughs> watch it if you want. No, I don't have to watch it. We're, we're good. All right, one more. All what right. Do you got? Well, according to a new surprising study, staring at breasts helps guys live longer. Yeah, that's oh, why you just, take your jacket off. Is it, it is unfortunate coincidence. This podcast goes on for 75 years. Right. I didn't even notice you had breasts nope. until now. Yep. 
Scientists analyzed a bunch of research done through the years and found that looking at women's breasts help guys create a positive mindset. Uh, these pleasant emotions end up having men make better decisions about their health, leading to a longer life. But to be fair, the scientists found that men who look at cute animals also enjoy the same benefits. So take your pick. I, I always have, I'll go boobies, okay. but my whole, this is also, I've always have this I always picture the conversation at the at the lounge at the testing college and the clinic mm. where the one guy's sitting there and he's just like bags under his eyes and he's emaciated and it's like, w- w- what are you doing? I'm doing a thing on sleep deprivation and how it's basically the effects <clears throat> that uh, nicotine and sleep deprivation have on um, ha- have on your circulatory system. So what's going on? I've been up for four days just smoking, and I'm out of my mind. What happened? Well, can't you take a nap? No, they don't. They don't. Part of the study. Yeah, yeah. They play super loud. They play ranchero music, and then I just stand there and smoke. What are you doing? Because you look pretty well healed. I'm staring at boobies. (laughs) How's that work? Well, they're trying to figure out. That's good. Is that? Yeah. We need a test. You need a test for that. For boobies. Yeah. Occasionally look at kittens and puppies, you but seem, mostly boobies. You yeah. seem like you're in a pretty good mood. Yeah, I'm in a great mood. Yeah. I've just been looking at boobies for, what is it? Russ, how long have we been here? <laughs> About 47 hours so far. Just boobies. Yeah. Because I've been walking in place, smoking cigarettes and listening to ranch. Oh, they let us smoke in there, too. Yeah, we can smoke and drink as long as we're looking at boobies. We can do uh, anything else we want. Yeah. Hey, um, they're not letting us eat because they think that if we eat, we might fall asleep. We're not allowed to sleep. Yeah, well, so, we can't touch the boobies is about it. the only thing. But we can I've been kind of cheating because they gave us a saline solution to put in our eyes because everyone's eyes are drying out. But I've been drinking it. Oh, I man. got caught. And Sorry. I slapped it out of my hand and put me in a dog crate. <laughs> I can see if we got any more room in my test, but I think we're... Ironically, could you see? Yeah, I can see. Yeah, because my (laughs) eyes are dried out. I'm not blinking intentionally. My lids are basically welded to the top part of my eyeball anymore. They took the saline solution away. Did I say I'm so sleep deprived? I can't... Was I telling you about that story? Yeah, you were. I was still thinking about boobies. Okay. So last time I was in here, they wanted to talk about a guy, and they wanted to know the the dude I was talking to in the rec room, he was participating in a test on... The effects of cocaine on a yacht. Yeah, that was me, bro. Was that you? Yes. Wait, you really oh, are deprived. Dude, dude. Yeah, wait you a gotta minute. get on the good list of tests. Hold on. I was. Okay. You Let know me... what we're doing next month? Huh? The result of cocaine off boobies. Doing coke off, off of boobies. boobies. Yeah, well, you gotta get in that sense. group. Okay. I had a thing about, okay, here's the test I was involved with. I was involved with the effects of a corn cob up your ass while riding a Schwinn. That was the first one I got involved with. I don't know why I volunteered okay. with that. I feel like I was just trying to help people. I don't know what they were trying to prove with that, but yeah. I also had one of what how glass shavings affect a meatball sub. Yep, I feel like that. I feel like those that answers right out there well, for everybody think to know. It would just be obvious, but obviously you have to do the test and crunch the dot the data. Okay, the other one was like, how many times could you be hit with a flip flop before your skin broke? Okay, honest question: How many is that? Well, we got to be. On, I'll 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 pose this: orbital socket, elbow, or butt cheek, because it's varied. 
It varied a lot. Orbital yeah. socket went a lot faster than you think. Yeah. Whereas the elbow, I mean, that thing went to like 1,800 pops with that oh. flip-flop. Elbows are tough. Yeah. Well, so, hold on. You're getting paid to stare at boobies right now. Yeah, well, I did the Coke on the yacht, the effects of right. Coke on a yacht. I'm yeah. doing the boobies right now. Next week, I think my group, we're kind of like a loop group. It's me and a bunch of my friends. We just go in and we do these tests. Uh-huh. And the next week, we're doing Coke off boobies. My friend did one a few years ago, the effects of just getting oral sex repeatedly over the course of 24 hours, like what that does uh-huh. to you by multiple girls. Uh-huh. So what they would do is we had to lay in there in this bed, really uh-huh. super comfortable bed. It was yeah. amazing bed. Uh-huh. Oh, and man. then a girl would come beds, in. Because I, I haven't slept in 77 hours. Oh, man. you got to get in our group, man. We do way better tests than you. <laughs> well, we got one coming up. Which is uh, how hot uh, when you when you if, let's just say you put like cocoa in a microwave. Yeah. At what point does the skin come off your dick if you stir the cocoa oh, with your dick? Man. Like what you, have you already signed the paperwork to do that test? Well, I was just pretty much in with everything. I didn't know there there's other tests going okay, on. Okay, well you do now, so maybe get out of that test. I got to get out of this test, man. Yeah. You, yeah, this is bumming me out. Yeah. I didn't know. You guys go down to the harbor and everything, or do they simulate a yacht here? We have here? a simulated yacht, yeah. It's okay, a simulated so deal, but it's a great yacht. But it's not simulated oral. No, no, it's real oral. Wow. Constant oral. Whoa. Yeah, it's constant, very date or oral. Okay. I'm going to go back getting the dog crate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll catch you at the next break, man. Yeah, cool, man. Oh, don't tell anyone, but you're going to finish that Jello, or uh, actually, it was so okay. Yeah, I'll go in the crate. Yeah, see you, man. Yeah, I guess they're going to. Uh, there's also a test they want to do on the caloric and nutritional value of your own toenails. We're going to be involved with that one as well. <laughs> man, you have real bad taste. I, it just always kills me that they have the craze yeah. span in these, and yeah. there's some that it's like I would sign up for the boob staring thing in a second. But the sleep depth, what you end up with? Not so much. Yes, I, I had so many friends in college that would sign up for these Got their studies. Stared at? Uh-huh. Yes, oh. and to sign up for these studies so that we could go on vacation or go to you know Florida or whatever. And so, like for six days, you just they they keep you on Ritalin and, and feed you grilled cheese, like literally. Really? Yes, they were always Ritalin studies in you know in that time period. Their hand of me. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's bring it home, baby girl. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Tie a yellow ribbon around yes. the old oak tree. That was the news with Gina Grad. Trade Station. Giving you that extra edge to find your next great trade. Easy to use tools for traders of all skill levels. Uh, It's heating up out there, man. People are making money on the stock market. Why don't you get in on it and do it from your own, uh, the privacy and comfort of your own home. Simple pricing. Stocks, five bucks a trade. Options, 50 cents per contract, plus five bucks per trade. Futures, buck 50 per, per contract, per side. No software fees. Free, real time market data. Mm hmm. Or data. I like data. Free premium tools. Let's take a fresh look at TradeStation. So, what do you do? Go to tradestation.com slash Corolla. Good sponsors. Good product. Good guys. You're going to do some trading online? Go to tradestation.com slash Corolla. Trade smart. Trade confident. Trade 
Station. All right. Uh, mean Dennis Prager, no safe spaces. You can download that at iTunes, Amazon, AdamCroll.com. Check all that out. <clears throat> My movie, The 24 Hour War, you can get a chassis, two S's and a Y.com if you like. And uh, go to AdamCroll.com if you want to be part of the Spike Show, be in the audience, you got a question, whatever. Just go to AdamCroll.com, figure it all out. Eric Stone Street. I'm told that if. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm told that if you want to. Uh, Come and ask a question. You get VIP treatment and a VIP seating area and all kinds of stuff. No, so okay. email Corolla questions at gmail.com. So if you want to be in the crowd and ask a question, we'll do that too. The Toy Box. It premieres Friday, April 7th, 8 o'clock on ABC. And uh, if you want to say hi to Eric, his website, ericstonestreet.com is where you go. Have you ever been to ericstonestreet.com? It's a time capsule. <laughs> Literally, the last time I updated it was when I got Modern Family. <laughs> And well, then go to... Congratulations. Go, Things are going really great in 2006. Shoot him, yeah. shoot him a tweet at Eric Stone Street. Yeah, yes. Instagram is where I'm mostly <clears> in. <throat> and uh, check out my beautiful wife, uh, Lynette, at the Corolla Drinks Lynette. After Show at 8 o'clock on uh, my Facebook Live. That'll be after my show, which will be live on Spike at uh, 7 o'clock. All right. And for Crying Out Loud podcasts as well. And use the promo code at Corolla Drink Sex Boat. Get 10% off uh, your orders for three bottles or more. So, until next time, Sam Kroll for Lynette and Eric and Gina and Bald Sam. Mahalo. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Follow the Adam Corolla Show on Twitter at Adam Corolla Show. Follow Ace on Twitter at Adam Corolla. Leave us a voicemail if you like. Phone number is 888-634-1744. Subscribe to Take a Knee, the motivational inspirational podcast. Click the link at adamcorolla.com. Gina Grad is on morning radio, 100.3 The Sound in Los Angeles, California, 530 to 930 AM. Tickets and info on all the live podcasts. Mangria events, endless rant, IPA, books, movies, and more. Go to AdamCorolla.com. Wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.